before we go into worship, I just wanted to take a moment just to um, talk a bit, a bit about serving. You see, I've looked back over my notes and I've worked out that often in September, I seem to do talks about serving. <laughs> and, um, which amused me slightly. Um, so uh, I just wanted to share some stuff with you around serving and uh, get us excited about being a family. Um, this morning is a great illustration of what it is to be part of a healthy family. And, um, but there's more for us to experience, isn't there? There's more for us to discover. Um, Rach is going to share in just a minute about our children's work. Um, if you hear in what we're talking about, oh, they're just asking us to do more stuff because they need more, more people on rotors, then in part you'd be absolutely right. But I would be doing a complete misservice to you guys if I was asking you to do anything for my sake or for the sake of keeping a machine going. Um, this isn't about that. This is about us experiencing more of who God says we are, um, more of what it is to see the kingdom come, more of what it is to demonstrate his love to people who really, really need to know about it, um, more of what it is for us to let our light shine um, in the darkness. And that's what Oasis is about. It's about us being a beacon that shines out, um, that illustrates the Trinity to a world that, that haven't got a clue who the Trinity is, um, to be an illustration of what family is to a world that don't really know what family can truly be. Um, we've got an amazing, amazing opportunity, haven't we, to reveal the kingdom of God. Um, and one of the key times that we get to do that is right now on a Sunday morning. I know we're not all about Sunday morning as a church, and I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful that we will, we've learned that this is about us living life together, being in and out of each other's lives through the week, um, uh, equipping each other for what we are doing through the week, absolutely. But also our Sunday mornings are really important, aren't they? And um, so the, how we do a Sunday morning is really important. Um, Rach, do you just want to share a little bit about our kids' work? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Did you know that our children actually make up a third of our church? Um, so, got some numbers for you. We have 36 children under 15, um, and we've got four groups. So, I need you all to help me out here a bit, kids. If you are in Sparklers, can you give us a little cheer? <laughs> or a wave? Our Sparklers are the, are, the near, are the youngest group. Who's in Sparklers? Wave at me. Okay, then we've got fireworks. Who's in fireworks? Woo! Then we've got a blaze. Woo! And wildfire. We saw some of wildfire up here last week. Um, and then um, they, uh, we recognised that actually our children really love being together and love mixing up ages and stuff. So we've also got Ignite, um, and that's all our children together, and we um, get them together about uh, once a half term to meet together. 
uh, which allows us to do different things as well because there's more of us, we can do more games and uh, that's lots of fun. Um, and um, obviously children's work is a bit kind of hidden away. Uh, you might not really know what's going on, so that's um, some of what this morning's about, just to put a little bit of a spotlight on it. Um, but um, we don't believe that it's a babysitting service to keep our children busy whilst this main meeting is going on in here. Um, and essentially our children, um, we've got the same aims for the, our children as we do in here. So um, we want all our children and young people to feel valued and get to know their Father God and how much he loves them. We strongly believe that children and young people are a vital part of the church family and aim to help develop their faith for God to use them powerfully. So we're expecting quite um, big things um, and we're seeing that happen as well. So we asked um, some of our children last week what they loved about their group. Um, and uh, you can see some of the words. Um, there's quite a variety. You can see Peppa Pig gets a mention. Um, some of the words you might not be able to see. The very important biscuits. Uh, we've got craft, family, soaking, dodgeball. The rest you can probably see. Um, and um, other things they said um, were their groups feel loving and safe. The leaders give their time and love. Um, it's fun. Leaders listen to us. We have amazing leaders. We're one big happy family. We like soaking, hearing from God. And, of course, biscuits. <laughs> Which I can assure you is for all ages. Um, and then some of the things they particularly remembered um, doing and learning about um, stories about Jesus, him dying and rising again, um, stories about others, Esther, Daniel and the Lion's Den, David and Goliath, praying for healing, making crowns, learning about the Last Supper and communion, grace and mercy, decision making and creation versus evolution. Um, and uh, things they are looking forward to doing more of and carrying on with, um, learning new things, doing fun stuff, playing games, craft, acting, um, going to Soul Survivor. We were able to go to Soul Survivor a couple of years ago, and in the meantime, because we haven't been uh, able to go for the summer, we, we do take them uh, once every month or two to Soul Survivor in Watford, for a Saturday evening celebration, which they all love. It's kind of like a mini soul survivor without the camping in a couple of hours. Um, so, yeah. Um, and um, uh, the, some of the children I know give testimonies as well um, from time to time. And there's been testimonies in the groups as well of um, having difficult situations at school and children recognising God, sort of helping them out um, with that. You heard testimonies from Wildfire last week of them stepping out in treasure hunting, which was amazing. I'm not sure I'd have done that at their age. Um, so it is actually very exciting stuff happening on in those rooms every week. I think that's... I haven't got anything else to say. <laughs>
so as you've heard from Rach, kids are really important to us, aren't they? Um, and uh, I just want to read something from Romans. Romans 12, 10 to 13 says this, Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honour, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints, practising hospitality. I love those verses because... I looked at that and I thought, crikey, that's just a description of a healthy family. <laughs> Let me just read that again and just, just imagine what a family would look like. Devoted to one another in brotherly love, giving preference to one another in honour, not, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints and practising hospitality. You know, the more we grow in our identity of who we are, the more that stuff will naturally manifest amongst us. Won't it? When love is in an environment, those things just grow in that environment. They just manifest. They just pop out, don't they? You just can't help it. If you've got loved ones, if you're blessed to have loved ones as part of a family, you'll know that actually there's moments where you could say, actually, we are devoted to each other. Where we do actually give preference to each other. We want to we know everybody. We don't want to ignore anybody. Um, where honour is evident, where we're deliberate in pursuing each other. It's what you do in a family, isn't it? You want to see everybody thrive. You want to be present for everybody that's there. What about rejoicing in hope? One of the things that a healthy family does is they just pour hope in, don't they? Again and again. Because sometimes things happen in life that wants to rob us of hope. And such a powerful, powerful thing that we get to do as families is to pour hope in. And if I'm going through some of these things and you're actually someone who's a single person or you're not in a close family or for you family has been a painful experience, I want you to know this. You're part of this family. This family, this church, this is a family. And we, we're growing in what it looks like to model this stuff, to experience this stuff. Um, persevering in tribulation. You know, it's interesting to me. This doesn't say that tough stuff won't happen. Tough stuff comes, doesn't it? But one of the amazing strengths of being part of a family is that you withstand the tough stuff because there is strength in our unity in Christ. And then the tough stuff isn't so tough. The big stuff is not as big because the power in us is greater than the power um, that comes with the, the tribulation, with the, with the suffering, with the tough stuff, whatever it is. And so all of us get to play a part 
in strengthening this community, strengthening this family. Um, Devoted to prayer, praying for one another. Do you pray for the people that are in your family? Do you love to inquire of God, say, God, what have you got for that person? It's really important, isn't it? Because we we can then bring that to one another. That's what prophecy is all about. Um, It's to strengthen us. It's to to encourage us. Um, Contributing to the needs of the saints. Um, You know, over the years, I've seen so many examples of this around the church. It's fantastic. You know, people just mucking in, just helping each other. So-and-so needs a car. So-and-so needs a lift here. So-and-so needs a roof over their head. So Whatever it is. And we're growing in this stuff all the time. But also, as I'm saying some of these things, you can think back, actually, we have a track record of doing this. This isn't me coming to say, hey, come on, let's start doing these things. All of us are experiencing this to some measure. You know, this morning, we just love, don't we, to just turn up, bring food, just throw it all out on the table. Anyone just mucks in and gets what they gets gets what they get. Um, that wasn't the most well-constructed um, bit of grammar. But um, you know what I mean? It's, it, this is just family life, isn't it? Practicing hospitality, just being with each other. Um, so this is a description of family. It's a description of, of what it is, it, the culture, the preferable culture that we're looking to see more and more and more in Oasis. Um, it's actually an illustration of the Trinity, Every single one of those things that I've just read out is an illustration of what God's like. And we've said it before, haven't we, that at the heart of the Trinity is family. It's it's that family relationship that exists. And so we are modelling that as we exist, as we function as a church family together. Um, I've talked quite a lot in recent years about fellowship, which sounds like a big word. Um, And it's kind of an interesting one because... Describing it, it, it's it's actually a culture. It's not just something to join. It's actually an environment. It's actually the manifestation of what happens when people discover who they are in Christ and when they're empowered by the Holy Spirit. It's what bubbles up. It's these words in Romans that I've just read out. It's what happens. You can't help but let that happen when love is the thing that's overwhelmed you. And um, so fellowship lays a foundation for growth. It strengthens and increases community life. Fellowship creates a dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. You know, I've said this loads of times. There's no mention of Holy Spirit. Uh, there's no mention of um, fellowship before the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost. They couldn't experience the same. Everyone who, who existed before that didn't experience the same level of unity that we get to experience right now. That's why Jesus had to go. You know when Jesus said, I've got to go? It wasn't just so that he could be in more than one place at one time. (laughs) It was actually so that we could experience a unity in a completely new way. And so the privilege of the last 2,000 years for humanity has been that we get to experience unity like humanity has never experienced it before. And yet we sometimes take that for granted. And what I'm encouraging us to do is to press in for more because there's more unity are you feeling love coming from me for you? Because that's what I'm wanting to do. I'm not wanting to heap a load of you know, condemnation on in terms of where we do or don't serve. I'm talking about us being an environment where we are ever more falling in love with Christ and in so doing, we are falling in love with one another.
Because as I shared the other day, I can sit at a, um, a four families meal with a child and I can see Jesus in that situation. And as we pour love into one another in that sacrificial kind of way, in that going further way, you'll actually find even more life than you realised. And so this stops being about putting names on lists for rotors. I, I made this joke before. I only want rotors to exist in this church to control the numbers. I don't want rotors in this church so that we get to fill up slots so that the jobs get done. We're missing the point. We're going back to some legalistic, worksy way of doing life, if that's all we ever see in rotors. Yeah? We, we, it's, I know this is a countercultural thing, and, and I know that this is a tough thing that I'm trying to therefore push forward. Because um, if we're honest, actually, there are gaps on rotors. And um, I've been leading here for nearly five years this autumn. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, and we've had gaps on rotors. But I know that there's more for us. I know there's more for us to experience of unity and of fellowship together. Because God has given us all that we need, hasn't he? Um, there's something that you'll do for love that you won't do for any other reward, uh, that no other reward will cause you to do. You'll go further for love, won't you? Have you noticed that? You look at a parent with a child... I've changed a lot of nappies when my children were younger. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass any of them. We, we all wore nappies, didn't we? Um, we were all babies once. And, um, you know, parents will do more for their children than a childminder will. Good parents, that is. Healthy parents, loving parents will do more. And those verses in Romans start off by saying, hey, let's be devoted to one another. And that devotion to one another is what we're talking about. It's brotherly love. It's his family love. So um, here's another little challenge then. Um, we had a, a men's night a few weeks ago. And Paulie T did a great job. And he talked about the things that are in the heart of every man. And um, I hope I'm going to get these right. But he talked about the fact that in, in the heart of who men are, there is, there is something of the king. There is something of a warrior. There's something of a teacher. And there's something of a friend. Is that right? Got those four things right? Okay. I mean, I was just looking at myself. But... <laughs> um, um, those things manifest in the heart of every man, don't they? So here's my challenge. Men, why are we leaving it to our women to do our children's work? You know that I'm totally full of grace. 
and full of love. But it's true, isn't it? And uh, I don't know what to say next. (laughs) I'm not looking to condemn anybody, but there's something in the heart of who we are as men. As Paul was saying, we, we love to impart what's in here to others. You know, I do talk too much. I know that. But, but then that's because God's put stuff in me to share and to say. And a lot of what I say is really, really good. And a lot of what I say actually will really help the next generation. And the same is true for you. God has done stuff with you men, put stuff in you men. And he wants you to impart it. And if we're going to have children that are only raised by spiritual mothers, we are going to have a skewed um, generation growing up, aren't we? I know that there is fathering going on in this church outside of a Sunday morning. I know that. I know that we are committed to raising our own kids and loving other people's kids and all of that stuff within this community. But our children need our input. Men, are you hearing me? They do. They need our input. And uh, so I want to just provoke all of you guys to think, actually, is there something here for me to respond to? Um, You might be taking a break from children's work. Um, You know, what does that mean, taking a break? Um, I guess it means a break, like with a, a, a stop point and a start point. And so if you've been having a break from children's work, um, I want to encourage you, is it time to re-engage? <laughs> Um, so that was just children's work there's other stuff that we do around this place that helps a Sunday morning work it's not just kids work every single task that happens on a Sunday morning every single thing is as important as holy as significant as anything else Yet I know that there are probably, I know the response would be different if I said, who wants the microphone? To who wants to go and load the van? Why is that? (laughs) For some reason we put importance on certain roles and not on others. And yet all of it is important. Because if the behind the scenes jobs don't get done, then the thing just falls apart. And I will give myself as much to using the microphone as I will to every other serving that I can possibly do. And you know that, don't you? I'm not not bragging. I'm determined to see us as a family thrive. I'm determined for us as a family to be the brightest light that we can possibly be in a dark universe. And that's what this—that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about devotion to one another, and I'm not looking to wear anybody out. Um, if you're feeling worn out right now, if you're feeling exhausted, um, then don't just sign up to serve a bunch of stuff because you feel like that's what would be encouraged. It's not. Um, maybe reevaluate what's going on. <laughs> uh, just check: Am I doing everything that God has asked me to be doing in life, or is there other stuff going on that maybe I, I shouldn't be doing or I should pull back on? Um, but there should be scope for all of us to be able to play our part in being part of this family. And maybe you're a visitor and you haven't really seen that you're part of this family. Um, I want to invite you into the family. (laughs) 
I want you to come and be a part of this family. Um, There is so much opportunity that God has for us as a group moving forwards, isn't there? Um, More than we even know at this stage. But it takes all of us playing our part. All of us being tightly meshed together. Remember, Jules, you had that picture, didn't you, of a mat um, with everything meshed together. You know, one of those um, hessian mat things. And it's like that. It's us meshed together being the most effective net that we can possibly be, the most effective environment that we can be. Um, so uh, I, j- I just wanted to raise it, leave it like that. I'm not going to do a whole kind of here's the areas that you can serve. You guys know what goes on on a Sunday morning, don't you? You can see what goes on. If you would like to get involved in serving in a new way, um, uh, maybe you've taken a break, maybe there's stuff you've never done before, maybe even, and actually don't even worry about what the serving role is right now. I would just love it if you would come and find me, or if you'd come and find Rach, or Mark, or... Roy, anyone that's involved in key serving areas on Sundays, I just love it. If you just came, found us, and just said, I don't even know what I want to do, but I know I want to get involved because I know I want to experience more of the glory of God. (laughs) Yeah? Is that all right? You don't feel harangued, do you? Okay. Um, Worship band, do you guys want to come up? The answer to all of this stuff as well is the Holy Spirit. There's generally only three answers to a question. It's either Father God or Holy Spirit in church. And, um, and this is definitely a Holy Spirit one because it's about a fellowship in the Holy Spirit, isn't it? So um, I'd love us to ask for more Holy Spirit because what the Holy Spirit does, the Holy Spirit invites us to... to to not only believe who he says we are, but also to do the stuff that he has for us to do. So the best way to figure out what there is to do in life is to get more Holy Spirit. Because he brings stuff to our attention. He brings stuff to our hearts. He stirs our hearts. Do you understand? Father, I want to thank you for your goodness. Father, I want to thank you for this incredible, incredible church, this incredible church family. Father, I want to thank you that we are growing all the time in our love for one another. I thank you that this morning is evidence of it. I thank you that there are so many examples of it that go on day in, day out, week in, week out around around this place. I want to thank you that you're blessing us. Lord, I want to thank you for all of those children in all of those groups. Jesus, we love our children. We love the fact that there is life in this place. We love the fact that you've called us um, to be a discipling church. It's part of what it is to be a church, is to make disciples. And so of all ages, Lord, that's what we know that we're involved with doing. Lord, we know that that's the best way to see the kingdom come, is to lead people into it, lead people into an awareness of it. Lord, I want to pray for every person here that they would be freed up right now from any condemnation, any judgment, any guilt. I just remove that right now. And instead, Jesus, I want to say this morning, thank you for the invitation. Thank you that you're inviting us to more. You're inviting us to love extravagantly in new ways. So I want to pray for anything that I've said that has brought inspiration or 
provocation this morning for us to engage in new ways, for us to encounter you in a deeper way. Then, Holy Spirit, I pray that you'd cement that in people's minds, that you would um, just cause people to respond to that invitation, cause people to respond to the more. And, Father, I pray now as we worship that you would uh, just speak to us, reveal more of your goodness to us. Thank you, Father. Amen.